My name is Jack Lawless, your Spiritus missionary, and you're listening to the Paraclete Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Paraclete Podcast. So glad to have you joining us today, whether it's on Spotify or on YouTube or wherever you're joining us from. Welcome. My name is Jack Lawless. I'm your host and your Spiritus missionary from Spiritus Team 12. And Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us in this virtual format. Now, you know, last episode we talked about living Lent as a missionary disciple, but this episode we're going to really focus on the second part of Spiritus' mission. Our, we have a twofold mission. Forming young leaders in service to the church is what we're going to focus on, and, and our formation here at Spiritus is one of the utmost priorities that we have. If you don't know Spiritus, we are a group of 12 young adult missionaries who devoted nine months of our lives to serving the Catholic youth of Wisconsin. So we put on retreats, we go around the state trying to really introduce uh, Catholic youth to an, a personal relationship with Jesus, just as our missionaries have encountered Jesus in our own lives. And so we put on retreats. A lot of these are confirmation retreats. Sometimes they're virtual, sometimes they're in person, sometimes they're here in Menasha, where we're based out of the Mount Tabor Center in-house. Wherever it is, we're really trying to bring Jesus to the to the individuals that we meet. And so we started this podcast, the Paraclete Podcast, so that we could really show you what our life is like as missionaries and show you what our ministry is all about. Serving the Catholic youth, forming young leaders in service to the church. And like I said, today we're focusing on that formation aspect. We have to form young leaders in service to the church so that we can send them out, send us out, my fellow missionaries and I, to go and change the hearts of youth through the grace of God. And if you don't know, the Paraclete podcast, well, you might be wondering, what does that mean? What's the word Paraclete mean? I've never heard it. You might have heard it in the Mass or the liturgy. Wherever you heard it, know that the Paraclete podcast is an allusion to the Holy Spirit. Uh, just as Spiritus says, Paraclete is a, uh, a word that means advocate or counselor or advisor. And it's a word specifically referring to the Holy Spirit. And so uh, we really rely on the Holy Spirit here at Spiritus to guide us in our actions and our ministry and really trust in him uh, in his guiding presence, his manifestation of love in our life. And so here at Spiritus this week, we have an exciting week. We have, I think, five or six retreats. We had retreats uh, earlier this week. We have uh, retreats this weekend. We have three retreats tomorrow, Saturday. So we're gearing up for these retreats. We're going. And I want to bring you inside one of these retreats. So we're going to do, just as last episode, we're going to do the segment that you might know we all love. It's called Retreats Under Heat. Take a look. Okay, so now I'm joined by Mr. Justin Seedlick. Justin, how you doing? Good to see you. Great, Jack. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So Justin is a team leader for one of our retreats this weekend. Uh, it's All Saints in Denmark, right? Yes, correct. Yes, and if you don't know a team leader... During each of our retreats, we have one of the missionaries designated as a team leader. They lead the team on retreats, so they really try to help each other uh, come into uh, a really good missionary mindset. And you'll see we already have the timer started. We have three minutes for these questions. So, Justin, without further ado, uh, a quick introduction of yourself and maybe, uh, maybe what you're looking forward to for this retreat. Yeah, my name is Justin. I come from Maryland. I originally was in the commercial furniture industry, and I really felt a calling to come out and ignite the Catholic faith um, in these high school students and students all around Wisconsin, and it's been absolutely gratifying and, and really great so far. Justin's been killing it. If you haven't been on retreat with him, you got to find yourself on retreat with him somehow, uh, especially especially for the confirmation retreats. And Justin, 
a confirmation retreat. That's what you're doing tomorrow, right? Yes. And uh, what's the, what, what would you say is the special, the special sauce, you might say, of the confirmation retreats? What are you trying to do on those confirmation retreats? We're really just trying to bring them closer to Christ. And we, we do this through a lot of sessions that we give. We try to give these dynamic sessions with great witness talks, as well as just keeping it very interactive and um, keeping the movements going and having some fun activities throughout the day and just small talk throughout the day, you know. So we love to keep the activities going and just have some great sessions throughout the day just to get to know the kids. Absolutely. And I think we see it both. So many of these students in, in confirmation and catechesis, they don't really understand fully what confirmation is. We try yeah. to really introduce that to them. Justin, one of the, the sessions you give is called Be My Witnesses, right? Yes. Are you giving that tomorrow? I am. I okay. Am. Uh, do you know who is giving the other three sessions? Yeah, we got Graham giving climbing, um, got encountering. We have Aaron giving that. Okay, that's a good one. And then we have Matt giving temptations. Matt does a great job giving temptations. Yes, and so if you don't know, those names might sound kind of uh, kind of odd. Well, climbing is all about how we all are climbing the mountain of faith towards heaven together. Encountering is a personal encounter with Jesus, what that might look like. Temptations is just kind of overcoming temptations uh, mm -hmm. and coming closer to Christ. So, Justin, what would you say Witnesses is about? Witnesses is just um, how we can witness the faith to other people and how uh, we have witnessed the faith through ourselves, through personal stories, um, and how we can bring that faith to other people. That's, yeah, I would say that's, we actually both give witnesses and climbing. So we give the exact same sessions, right? We do, we do. So we don't often end up on the same retreat Unfortunately together. not, no. Unfortunately not. <laughs> that might change in the future. Who knows? Uh, if anyone knows Jennifer would let her know. Maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe she'll get us on Please the same Please put in retreats. a good word. Yeah, a good, good word. <laughs> well, Justin, we got 15 seconds left. So my final question to you, uh, who's driving tomorrow to the retreats? And uh, are you going to stop at a quick trip or anything along, along the way to get some food? I will be driving both ways because I'm an overachiever. And yes, we'll be stopping a quick, quick trip. Fantastic. Well, be sure to mention Spiritus to any of the employees you see. Be sure to mention Spiritus to the, uh, the students, of course, too. Justin, you kill it. Three minutes down. All Saints tomorrow in Denmark. One of the two retreats here on this weekend. What do you got to say to them if they're listening? We're pumped to come out to Denmark tomorrow. And we're excited to see you guys. Awesome. Well, Justin, stay with me quick because we're not quite done talking to our Spiritus missionaries. Just like we go on these retreats, uh, like I said earlier, we are really trying to form young leaders in service to the church so that we can go on retreats so we can have great young men and women who really want to serve Christ and the youth. And so we're going to go to the next segment. This segment is called One Moment, One Mission, One Disciple. Take a look. Abby, Hello. so great to have you on. You are our disciple, right? I hope so, or <laughs> maybe I wish to be. Yeah, you are. You definitely <laughs> are. So, Abby, in this segment, we're going to be able to learn a bit more about you. So that's the disciple part, but also the moment on retreat that you uh, really encounter God. I know we all have one. We call them God moments at Spiritus mm -hmm. and really why you love the mission of Spiritus. So, Abby, before we even begin with all that, who are you? Where are you from? How did you find out about Spiritus? Well, my name is Abby Uribe. I come from Houston, Texas, so I do say y'all a lot. And uh, yeah, I heard about Spiritus because it just so happened that one time after giving a retreat at one of my parishes, I had a strong desire to just put on retreats for a long period of my life. And I went to Google, typed in missionary, high school, Catholic, 
live in and then Spiritus popped up on my Google search and that's how I ended up applying. I sure hope that we come up at the top of that search because I think we fit the bill for that for that oh, search criteria. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Net Ministries is up on there, but you know, um, Spiritus definitely caught my eye. They're pretty good too, but I think Spiritus cannot be beat. And so, yep. and so you came from Texas to Wisconsin. How have you been enjoying uh, the Menasha weather? I love the cold. People call me crazy, mm. but I actually love the cold. I have a bucket list of things I want to do with cold weather. Um, and one of them is to throw boiling hot water and negative temperature. So I haven't been able to do that this year. Okay. Sadly. Well, you might have to stick around in Wisconsin for another year then. Get that done. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, Abby, let's get right into it. So we all go on these retreats. Like I said, we have five or six retreats this weekend alone and earlier this week as well. And on these retreats, I think it's safe to say that you almost always, if not every single time, have some sort of encounter with the Lord. Would you say that's pretty safe to say? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And so you are a servant leader. You've been on the team for two years now. You know, you kind of lead the team, especially the ladies. What would you say has been one of the biggest encounters with the Lord, the most visible, tangible encounters with the Lord that you've had on mission with a student? Yeah, I can definitely remember one time uh, on retreat. I was praying with a student on this thing that we call one-on-one -on -one prayer, where we sit next to a student and really pray with some of the intentions that they had. And she confessed to me, she's like, I always feel like people are calling me ugly and people are looking down at me and I don't ever feel loved. And I just looked at her and I was like, that is definitely not what God is telling you. Um, those are the lies that the devil tries to tell you, but I'm here sitting in front of you and telling you from God that God loves you, and he is so proud of what you are doing and who you are at this very moment, and he would not, like, change anything about you. He loves you just as you are. And I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, you also look beautiful, girl. I claim it. <laughs> yeah. And um, that was such a beautiful moment. I didn't realize how much that would affect her. I was just praying with her and like using the Holy Spirit to guide me through the prayer. And um, a few days later, we received a text message from from the contact saying that the mom had texted her actually and was saying how much that retreat was really needed for that student and how much those words really touched her. And so just, I think that's such a beautiful thing to witness to. Praise God. Wow. I think we are in a very privileged position to be able to have the Lord work through us in these ways, right? Oh, definitely. It's such a blessing um, being able to help grow these seeds of faith. And, you know, the seeds are already there, but just being able to help see these plants and faith grow, you know? I like that analogy, <laughs> especially with this plant right here. Oh, yeah. You can't see. Beautiful plant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's yellow. <laughs> and so we have, uh, we have these grace moments, especially because of our missionary lifestyle. We, we have said a really big yes, you know? devoting nine months of our lives in service. And so looking to the mission, the mission of Spiritus Ministries, like I said earlier, is igniting the faith in Catholic youth and forming young leaders in service to the church. Abby, those are two different things. What has been your favorite part of each of them? Maybe what's your favorite part of, uh, of serving Catholic youth and then growing as an individual through our formation? Well, I can definitely say that I remember being on retreat myself as a student mm -hmm. and we were at a big Steubenville conference and I was looking at these people like ignited with our faith, excited about telling God to us. And I was like, man, I want to do that. I want to talk to thousands of youth. Well, I was thinking about it the other day. We put on 5,000, a retreat to over 5,000 students yeah. a year. 
and I'm sitting here doing just that, something I really wanted to do like years ago. And I think it's just amazing. We don't always get to see the fruits, you know, that God is growing in them, but to to know that we are part of that journey is just a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so God kind of, it sounds like, answered the desires of your heart. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go well, I was gonna, just going to say, yeah. like, but being a missionary and being on the team, I did not realize how much I would grow, how much I was called to, like, stretch out of my comfort zone. And with that, there's so much growth that's happened. I've, we're reading a book, actually, right now called Into Your Freedom. Yep. And exactly. I, oh, very great book. And it. It talks about releasing a lot of our expectations. And when I did that, you can see the fruits of that, seeing how much more God has to offer us when we let go of our own expectations. And God has definitely blown away and surpassed all my expectations that I had as being a missionary. Wow. Yeah, I would say that's that's a similar story for a lot of us too. And so, Abby, us all living in community, we probably know a lot about you, especially the ladies living in the same house. Mm -hmm. What is something our audience maybe – wouldn't know about you, focusing on Abby as the disciple or the individual too. Maybe, you know, just to give our audience a little bit more of an idea of who Abby Aribe is. Um, I love music. Mm -hmm. uh, music is a big part of my life, especially praise and worship music. But I can, uh, because of God's gifts, I can, I can play more than five instruments. Um, At the same time? Uh, maybe not at the same <laughs> time. I could probably pluck the guitar with my toes. Yeah. And play the piano with my right hand okay, yeah. or left hand and then play uh, kalimba with my other hand yeah, that's and then possibly – oh, and then I can blow into an instrument. So that's like four, four. instruments? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole band, so you're good to go. <laughs> I don't know if it would sound really well, but you know – It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it's being played. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's, Abby, it was so great to hear just your love for the mission, your experiences on, on mission – more about you as an individual. Is there anything you'd like to say to the Spiritus family, maybe encouraging them as we go into these last two months of our mission, but even into the future? Yeah, thank you so much for following us on this journey. And just know that we are praying for you. I'm praying for you personally, for all of you following us. And just know that God never gives up and he's always there to just be with us and guide us as long as we surrender all of our worries and anxieties to him. Yes, we are praying for you for sure. And so, Next up, we are going to hear more about, like I said earlier, the second uh, part of our mission, formation, forming young leaders in service of the church. And so we are going to bring on Rose, and she's going to talk more about our formation throughout these weeks in our segment, A Peak at Our Week. Take a look. Rose, we've had a pretty exciting week, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's been great so far, Jack. Yes, and so we're going to look at the formation just to show you what formation you're receiving. You know, if you're a uh, if you're a benefactor, spirit is kind of what you're what you're helping us with. And so we're going to look at our formation last week, this week, and next week. And so last week we had a pretty exciting week. I think uh, we had spiritual direction. Mm -hmm. We had. Koryesu, which we'll tell you just a bit more about. And then we also went up uh, up north for our mid-year retreat. And so let's yes, let's start did. with spiritual direction. Maybe what – did you ever have spiritual direction before you came here? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's it's been a new process for me. It was, it's been very exciting to see um, how that has gone. Um, 
just kind of the growth that can come from that and seeing even just from the beginning of the year to where we are now in the year, how that has changed my own uh, spiritual life and kind of grown in that has been awesome. Yeah, and just so if you don't know in our audience, Spiritual Direction is an intentional walk with one of our missionaries. So we uh, we go and we speak to and receive advice and, and spiritual guidance from whether it's a priest or a religious sister or even a lay person, uh, people who are very skilled in understanding uh, our our faith, but also who are very faithful individuals themselves. Yes. And so uh, it's a real big blessing. And so Spiritual Direction, you said that yes. it's something you haven't received, but now you are really entering into how would mm -hmm. you say it's helped you formatively formatively uh yeah i mean i kind of just you know from not having had that um for me it's been a process of just kind of recognizing um all of the little ways that god is continually present to us and and just kind of being able to focus on something from month to month and and think about those ways that he is there um it's been really cool to just kind of see those little moments in my life throughout this year um, and hopefully um, in the future as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's such a blessing to receive spiritual direction. And so next one, Cor Yesu. Mm -hmm. uh, Spiritus helps run Cor Yesu. It's a night of adoration and confession every first Thursday of the month at St. Mary's Church in Appleton from 7 o'clock onwards, 7 o'clock p.m. onwards. And I think that's been another blessing, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's been great getting to do that. Uh, we do it once a month, so um, except for that there was one month that we did get snowed out, uh, unfortunately. But it's been really great. You know, it's just a few hours where there's some praise and worship, and you get to just sit there and, and have a conversation with God and, and sit there in adoration. It's what's wonderful. It absolutely so. is. And so if you're in the uh, Fox Valley area or even anywhere in the state, just come on over to St. Mary's in Appleton. Join us on that date, uh, the first Thursday of every month. And so the last one that we had last week was the mid-year retreat. What did you think about Maybe tell them a bit about the mid-year retreat. <laughs> yeah. So this mid-year retreat, we uh, we actually took a break. Uh, we, we are very busy missionaries with retreats, but uh, this was an opportunity for us to go um, out a few hours away, uh, kind of just over on the lake to a cabin and uh, just spend some time together as a team, uh, do a lot of team building, just like playing games, hanging out, talking, went on some hikes out in the oh, snow, yeah. which were quite fun. Um, it was it was a really good experience. We played some basketball too, right? Yeah, th there was some basketball. Not that I'm very good at it, but <laughs> was it, I it your was team? I, I forgot. We, you were on my team. Did we yeah. win? I'm gonna say we won. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just to uh, just to clarify, it wasn't the mid-year retreat, but it was the winter retreat. You know, we're we're over two thirds of the way, but still, it kind of felt like the mid-year, right? Yeah. You know, it it, it all just kind of runs together in this this wonderful um, blur, right? Exactly. Yeah. It, it's awesome. We're just going. We're just going with the Lord. And so, looking forward to next week, we have formation with Bishop Rick. And you excited for that? I am. I don't. I hadn't heard about that yet, but I am very excited to see what he has in store for us. So yeah, it's going to be a good week. Now, sure. if if you could ask Bishop Brickman to talk about anything for this upcoming formation, what would you ask him to talk about? Oh boy, um, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably maybe ask something about how uh, we as missionaries can continue walking through. We're almost halfway through Lent, um, kind of continuing that walk up through Lent and Easter, and how to best prepare our hearts for that season. 
Yes, and he's not Bishop Breaking, but Father Shushu did talk about that uh, in our last episode. So if you want to hear more about that, go back to the episode number one and take a look at our conversation with Father Shushu. And so the last one you might know a bit about, but I definitely know at least some about it. It's our Benedictine recruiting trip. Alex, uh, who was on the last episode too, and I are driving down to Kansas. We are stopping at a bunch of universities and we're trying to recruit missionaries for next year. And and I guess in that line... Um, do you want to tell them about the novena that we just got done praying uh, for for missionaries for next year? Uh, yeah, so we were just praying a missionary uh, a novena for missionaries for our upcoming uh, next year. The team, um, I actually I don't I don't recall the name of the particular novena, yeah. um, but we did just start it. And we just actually just ended that one, and we're praying another one uh, in continued support of those future missionaries. Um, it's a good way to kind of reflect on our process here, but also how. The Lord is still calling um, for future missionaries as well, and we're looking forward to having them next year. Absolutely, for Team 13. So we just, the first one we prayed to was for Our Lady. Uh, now it's St. Joseph. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, going through the Holy Family, and maybe the next one will be just uh, St. Paul or Peter or something like yeah. that, some other great saint. Uh, but yeah, if you are looking for a missionary uh, service here, please do reach out to us. Let us know because... I know I would say personally, Rose, and you probably say too, that's been an awesome year. It has been a wonderful year. Yeah, definitely, definitely a great experience. Absolutely. And actually, we're going to show you now uh, an, a conversation we had with a missionary from way back from Team 4, so eight teams ago. Her name is Callie Kowalski. And so I sat down and I talked to Callie about formation, the the really drastic and awesome impact that Spiritus has on their Spiritus missionaries as they come through and how Spiritus really works to form young leaders in service to the church. So take a look at my conversation with Callie. Hello, everybody. I'm joined today by Callie Kowalski. She is the Child and Youth Faith Formation Assistant Director at the Diocese of Green Bay. Try to say that five times fast. Callie, how you doing? Doing great. doing great. Great to be, great here. to be here. Great. And you're also a Spiritus alumni, Team 4, right? Team 4. Team 4. Fantastic. So you got kind of two connections to Spiritus. It's awesome to have you on the show. And so, Callie, today we're talking about the formative effects of Spiritus' ministry on the on the Paraclete podcast. That's our kind of focus of this podcast episode. And, Callie, you've been on Team 4. You were on one of the kind of earlier teams. Uh, if you don't know, or if the people watching don't know, listening maybe, Spiritus has a twofold mission. The first one is igniting the faith in Catholic youth, and the second one is forming young leaders in service to the church. So, Kelly, I just got a, a couple first questions for you, maybe a uh, bit of background about yourself, where you're from, where your love for ministry really began, and also, if you can share with us, how did you find out about Spiritus Ministries? Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Scranton, Pennsylvania, home of The Office, for those of you that love that show, have to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, I moved there in seventh grade. My family really didn't have any sort of faith. We didn't go to church ever. Um, I went through high school, middle school and high school with this desire for more. I didn't know who I was and what I stood for. And my friends in the world were kind of leading me into the secular identity of, you know, finding yourself in sports or people, popularity, boyfriends, whatnot. So in 11th grade, I met a guy who was extremely Catholic, um, homeschooled, very involved in his charismatic renewal group. His parents prayed the rosary every single day together as a family. Um, they would go to confession once a week. So extremely Catholic. 
And we started dating when I was in 11th grade, so 17. Um, and his parents really encouraged me to think about a faith, think about what this means in my own life. Um, and it was kind of an existential crisis I went through at that time. Um, because it, he was my first boyfriend. You're experiencing all those firsts with him. But then it's like, okay, who is this God? And what does this? what is his role in my life? Um, so long story short, we dated for four years and it was a bit of a rocky relationship. It wasn't um, it, what we were hoping for. Uh, he ended up breaking up with me and it left me in shambles. I had no idea what to do with my life or where to go. Um, and his sister had been going to Franciscan University, Steubenville. So his mom gently said, well, why don't you apply there and finish your degree? See if you could finish your degree there because I think it, you would flourish. And I said, okay, yeah, sure. I have nothing left now. You know, he kind of left me and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. So I went out there and um, during all of this time though, even getting to know him and his family, I had served on retreat ministry with his family for confirmation retreat. So I had this desire as I'm learning and growing in my early faith to share that with others, especially youth. Um, so then I went off to Steubenville and um, just grew tremendously in my faith life and community, figuring out my own purpose, figuring out where God was calling me to. And it was there that I had seen posters for Spiritus posted all over campus. Um, they were coming in for a vocations fair and I kept seeing them everywhere. Um, the face of Mark Rose was everywhere. <laughs> so I decided to go check them out, uh, get some free pizza, see what it was about. Cause I had a desire for retreat ministry. And I found myself applying, being interviewed, and I was signed up to rock and roll that August. So that brought me out here to Wisconsin, and I've kind of just been here ever since. And we're glad to have you. And so you have that kind of coming to the faith. You enter Franciscan in Steubenville. Uh, you have that, it sounds like a kind of a burning desire in your heart to serve the youth, and you came to serve the Catholic youth of Wisconsin. What was your first impression when you arrived in Menasha, Wisconsin and be began working for Spiritus? Maybe what was your first impression? Like, yeah, what were the thoughts that were running through your mind? You just moved across the country. What were you thinking? Yeah, you know, it's probably different than what most people would think of Menasha, but for me, it was freedom. Like, I was finally feeling in line with what God wanted for my life. And I remember pulling into the Mount Tabor Center parking lot and just thinking like, wow, this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, I loved it. And, you know, I kind of have a bit of a history with Wisconsin. Um, my my first boyfriend's parents love Wisconsin. They vac vacation up in Superior every summer. His dad went to college up there. So they had known about Our Lady of Good Help and just the goodness of Wisconsin beforehand. So I was pumped to, to arrive in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, I think it's one of the hidden gems of, of United States for Catholics, honestly. I honestly think that. And so, you know, as you were talking, I, I was kind of thinking about what I would characterize almost as like the three pillars of a spiritus missionary's life. Prayer, service, and formation. And you know, you've been on team, you know those are big parts of our of our life. We pray, at least now we pray a holy hour every day. We do the liturgy of the hours. We serve the Catholic youth and we receive formation every week. And so, yeah, if you'd like to share, what were some of the moments of having that really unique opportunity to to live service out to be formed by priests and our bishop and and just great lay speakers and also to 
to um, really, yeah, enter into that that prayer through community. What really impacted you when you when you arrived here, or, or yeah, throughout the year? I learned a lot in spirit too. So I had I came back to my faith at seventeen. I had just been confirmed at twenty one. So not soon after that did I join spirit too. So I was a bit of a newborn Catholic, so to say. Um, so when I joined Spiritus, the prayer life was so abundant that it was like I couldn't get enough of it. And being surrounded by team members who were only elevating that holiness, only encouraging prayer life, um, that was tremendous. So, um, and the formation pieces, the connections I made back then, this was like 2012, 2013, I still have deep-rooted connections from that form formation time. So, you know, Mother Mary Catherine, Bishop, um, Maria Schutte, those folks were so monumental getting to where I'm at today. So. I think that's really apparent in your team, especially, too. I think that, Kelly, if we look at team four, I was just looking at the alumni page, and you have Rachel, you have Mark, you have Carissa. So you, you have all these people. I think there were only like two people from your team who weren't working for the church, like currently, or right. at least in the alum. What do you think about that? Was there something special on your team like while you're on retreats? Could you tell that that, that was the future for them? Yeah, I mean, there was something special. I, I don't know if I could say it right then and there because, it, you know, being that young and trying to figure out where God's calling you, you just never know. But being surrounded by them, it was it was clear that we all had a destiny, whether it was in the church or serving a greater community. Yeah. Yeah. And so like moving forward from your year on Spiritus, were you thinking, I'm going to work for the church or were you unsure? What was that like? Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I was a bit of a hot mess um, during the end of Spiritus. So I served on Totus as that summer. Um, so I still had no idea what I was going to officially grow up to do. But during that summer, I actually applied and interviewed for a youth ministry position at St. Bernard Parish in Green Bay. And I didn't get it. And I was heartbroken because I thought for sure that's where God wanted me. So I left Wisconsin for about a year. I served in the Diocese of Lansing in Michigan, where um, I was partnered with this youth minister who had been in his position for six years, and he was rocking it with intentional discipleship of youth. He was sending kids to Steubenville, 100 kids from his parish alone to Steubenville. He had this core team. It was awesome. Um, but I was still missing that community component, and I was so alone during that time. So I left and actually picked up a job at a publishing company, Catholic publishing company in New Jersey, to be back out east. But I hated it, and I knew, like, God, you got to call me somewhere else because I can't, I can't do this. Um, luckily for me, the position at St. Bernard's opened up, and um, I called Father Mark Vandersteeg, and I said, "Hey, I'm interested." He said, "Let's let's talk." So, um, yeah, everything was set in motion from that point. I took that job and I, I wanted to serve youth intentionally, um, not just because of my experience on Spiritus, but also I saw what intentional discipleship was like in a parish and I wanted to be a part of it. And I think that that's really clear in your work, Callie. At least I was talking to Rachel a bit about um, this interview or this conversation before uh, today right now. And she said that one thing that she really was impressed with by you 
is during your time at St. Bernard, or Bernard, St. Bernard, yeah, St. obviously. Bernard. St. Bernard. Yeah, Bernard, it's all right. Bernard, uh, St. Bernard, you, you really seem to walk intentionally with each student, like accompany them through their, their conversion and then to becoming even more faithful disciples of Christ. It sounds like something you said, like even earlier, you said that that's not just from Spiritus, but it's something, maybe even a charism that you have. What do you think, do you think that that is uh, something that came from your time, um, from your own conversion, just seeing how your boyfriend uh, really, really impacted you in the faith or, and the following events that happened after that? What do you think that comes from? And obviously it comes from God, but yeah. Yeah, so his mom actually was the one who accompanied me through my early faith journey and she never gave up on me. We would meet all the time to pray together. She got me hooked up into Life in the Spirit seminars. She got me into RCIA to receive confirmation. So that one-on-one -on -one accompaniment was how I came into the church. Um, and I knew that relational aspect was something I, I could bring to um, ministry, whether it was at Spiritus or whether it's in a parish. Um, you have to put the people first. No program, no content is going to replace you being the light of Christ for someone else. Um, so that's kind of what I what I brought with me. Even on Spiritus, I remember the small groups being my favorite part because I got to get to know every kid in my small group, who they were, their names, what, why they were there, um, and and that to me. Like I said, can't replace any sort of content or program. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know the small groups in Spiritus, during our retreats, we break off into smaller groups of people with the students and really try to have more intentional conversation with them. And so, Callie, that makes a lot of sense. And so, Callie, now you're working for the Diocese of Green Bay. You're really entering into that discipleship each day. What advice would you have for any prospective young adults, whether they want to come work as a missionary at Spiritus or really enter ministry in any capacity? What advice do you have for them? Um, it's got to be about Jesus, first and foremost. Um, and for me, I really stuck to the mission that um, Our Lady gave Adele for Our Lady of Good Help, the, the shrine out there. That to me kind of fueled my mission across the board. So my advice would be to personalize that, to, to figure out where you fit in that, either that mission of catechesis or youth ministry, but, but don't forget to be Jesus to others. Absolutely. I think that, are you in Julianne Stan's um, department in the diocese? No, but we work really closely together. And she just published that book. Is it called Start with Jesus? Yes, yeah, Start with Jesus. Yeah, so that's a diocesan uh, truism. That's awesome. Yep. And so, Callie, my final, my final, final thought is just, you know, on this podcast, on the Paraclete podcast, we're really trying to expose our audience to the life of a spiritist missionary and into the ministry as well. And so, if you would, what is the best memory or one of the best memories you have from your time on Spiritus Team 4? It's really hard to pick one just because of how amazing it was. Um, but it was the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it's birthday. And I remember we had, we, we built, we uh, baked a cake for the catechism. I know it sounds obscure right now, but uh, Father Schuster was with us and he grabs the catechism and he forced us to sing happy birthday to the catechism. 
uh, which was looking back is kind of bizarre, but it was kind of a fun little moment. But I have to say, anytime we had team dinner and we were able to like figure out who's cooking what and being in the kitchen, just building up that community, there was always good memories associated with that. That sounds awesome. Uh, hopefully, do you know when the birthday of the Catechism is? I don't remember. Okay, we I'm, might have missed it. Maybe he, maybe he, uh, he forgot about it this year for our team because we haven't done that yet. But uh, for those, I think the spring. Yeah. What's that spring? It might be sometime okay. this spring. It might be coming up then. <laughs> Father Schuster's our chaplain. We actually had an interview with him on the first Paraclete podcast episode. So check that out if you haven't. Callie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a, a real pleasure, and know of our prayers for you and your ministry. And uh, yeah, may God bless you. Thank you so much. I'll be praying for you guys too. Thank you. God bless everybody. Well, Spiritus Team 4 does sound a lot different from Spiritus Team 12 in some things, especially with uh, singing to the Catechism for its birthday, but in a lot of ways, it's very much the same. Receiving awesome formation with a great mission and service to the church. And so thank you so much for joining us for this episode focused on forming young leaders in service to the church. We know that this church that we're, that we're blessed to be a part of it's so essential that we give back to the church, that we live in the church and we fully reach uh, who God wants us to be in. God willing, that'll be something or some sort of service in the church. I know that that's where I currently am and I hope that you are also there if, if he's calling you there. And so be sure to keep up with the Paraclete Podcast. You can follow us on our website. You can go to spiritusministries.org to learn more about our mission. And you can also follow us on any of our social media handles at Spiritus for Facebook, at Spiritus Team uh, for the Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok if you want. If you want to join us on any of those platforms, be sure to. This is also available on all major podcasting platforms. And you can also join us if you want to at one of our opportunities for uh, high schoolers. For Sons of Thunder is for young men, uh, grades 7 to 12, and you can join us on Sundays, uh, the first and third Sundays of each month, and just join us for some really holy time. We, we eat chicken wings, we uh, play with Nerf guns, we have Nerf gun wars, we, uh, we do night prayer from the liturgy of the hours. So if this sounds interesting to you, or maybe you know somebody who falls into that category, please let them know, and you can come to Menasha, Wisconsin, to the Mount Tabor Center to really join us for this opportunity to grow together as men of Christ. And you can also join the Ladies for Sisters in Christ uh, the second and third Sundays of each month. Uh, and you can join them on that evening to, to do very similar things. Obviously, not, not chicken wings and Nerf gun wars. Maybe those will happen, but uh, definitely you'll have some time watching uh, movies, uh, baking, uh, drawing, some other things like that. It's a really fun time. I've seen it myself. And so, yeah, once again, if you have any interest in that, please do come to the Mount Tabor Center in Menasha, Wisconsin. But thank you so much once again for joining us for this episode of the Paraclete Podcast, number two, forming young leaders in service to the church. Once again, I'm Jack, your Spiritus missionary. On behalf of the Spiritus team, know of our prayers for you. Uh, please do reach out to us if you have any questions, if you have any prayer intentions, always feel free to message us and we will bring them to our holy hours. We will pray for you.